You are now listening to The Open Canvas. Hey, it's Taj Alexander. Thank you to everyone who's been listening to the podcast. Really appreciate all the support, all the love. Just want to let you know, The Open Canvas has just launched its first clothing collection. You can find it on theopencanvas.com. Let's get into the episode. Open Canvas, this is Taj Alexander. I'm here with a very special guest. Um, We've known each other for how long now? Like maybe a year? Yeah, I think so. About a year? I think almost six. Oh, no, no, no. No, I don't think it's a year year. yet. Wow, wow. Okay, cool, cool. Well, nonetheless, um, you know, I remember when we first met as well. Uh, I mean, I'll get into that later. But, you know, I'm really happy to have you on uh, the Open Canvas just because I think your work and what you do is very, very important in this time that we're living in right now. Um, You're a curator, you know, an organizer. I mean, you're everything, really. You do everything. So I can't even really say you're one of any of those things. Um, But I'm really, really uh, happy to have you on the podcast to sort of share your story. Um, So without any further ado, please introduce yourself. Uh, Well, thank you for having me. My name is Miralfa Berghout, and um, I am from Amsterdam. And uh, I work in arts and culture. I currently work at Foam Photography Museum in Amsterdam, uh, where I uh, am a project coordinator. But as you said as well, uh, it's like a a bunch of different (laughs) things. Yeah. Well, thank you. I just want to say thank you for being on the open canvas. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, um, I I remember when we first met, too, it was at um, a screening. For sorry to bother you. Yeah. Was it sorry? Yeah. <laughs> and um, I forgot. I think I was wearing a TNO shirt that yeah. you saw, um, and then that just started a conversation from there. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like. Yeah. Uh, do you remember that day? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do, cause um, my friend had invited me to come to the screening, and honestly, I didn't really know where I was going. I, it was just <laughs> like, hey, you want to come to this movie? And I, I was in town. It was, um, it was, was it in summer? Yeah, it was in summer. Right? Yeah, and we were in Times Square. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I because it was a very warm day. It was. And then um, I, I remember sitting down thinking. What movie am I actually going to see? But then I saw uh, Lakeith Stanfield on the poster and I knew it was going to be all good. Oh, so you didn't even know when you pulled up to (laughs) the theater what we were going to see? No, no, no. First of all, Sorry to Bother You is like a crazy movie to not know what you're walking in on. Uh, that's true, that's true, but it's definitely completely up my alley, so yeah, in that yeah. sense, it was only fantastic. I remember we were talking about that, too. Yeah. We were just saying, like, because of how out of the ordinary that movie was, it was actually, like, just what we needed to see, you know? Yeah. So it was dope, it was dope, definitely, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, I turned right, and I, I actually saw you somewhere before. Oh, and, really? And, like, I just saw you in passing yeah, yeah and i thought you were wearing something that i recognized and i was like okay well that's possible at ap yeah and yeah, then you sat down yeah, next yeah. to me and then i thought <laughs> what so then i couldn't not say anything anymore uh and you're i was like oh yeah so i i, I see you're wearing a tano shirt and and you, I think you said, oh, yeah, do you do you know this brand? I said, yes, I know the guys. And he's like, who do you know? <laughs> All of them. And yeah. Yeah, it just started from there. Yeah. That's yeah. dope. That's dope. Yeah, I remember that. Day. That was at AP Cafe. But since then, you, you traveled back to Europe doing more work for, for Foam as well. Can you tell us more like what Foam is? Uh, Foam is a photography museum in Amsterdam. 
Um, it is a physical space on the canals of Amsterdam, like mm. a very nice building, like wow. the, the old buildings. Yeah. Actually, three of those buildings attached to each other. And that's our, yeah, our museum, the gallery spaces. Um, Foam um, is also focusing a lot on young talent. Mm. Um, so where there's always a space in the exhibition um, that in the, in a museum that shows the exhibition of someone that recently graduated or uh, who is um, who has a first solo, and then combined with that, uh, the works of more established photographers are mm. being shown. So I started working at Foam almost three and a half years ago and i actually always was in the in on the project team yeah but um while you work somewhere longer at least now for me in this position um things like you know you you your role like changes a bit in the right. sense that there are some things that because you've done it before you're better able of doing it and also because um you just realize that you like to do certain things and right. you're able to share it with your colleagues and yeah so actually uh this is the third time that i'm here in new york for a talent e exhibition the very first time i was just um uh, assisting actually yeah. and then last year was the first time that i was actually in charge of the project and wow. me and my colleague came over here to to do it and then this year yeah it was like here yeah, yeah. I, I got to do it again and i learned so much from the previous times being here mm. i knew it was gonna be a a big job Definitely. but uh, i was very much looking forward to it mm. because there's so much energy around the talent exhibition yeah and i just want to say the exhibition itself was excellent um, just the opening night. I feel like what you guys were able to create there was very special. I mean, I, I've been telling you this since the, at the event and afterwards, but um, I really enjoyed it. And I feel like I'm gonna go back while it's still um, open. And um, yeah, just even seeing that process of you guys, you know, not only just curating different artists from New York, but also telling a story through it. Even for me walking through the exhibit, um, I felt like there was a consistency to it, you know, and, and like you were telling, you know, different stories, but also telling a bigger story, you know, through the images and who you chose and selected. So I just want to say great job. Great job for that. Well, thank you. And I, I mean, I have to say it's a it's a big job. It's mm. a job that I certainly don't do on my own. Mm. Um, they're like the whole phone team and the editors, the curators, they're all involved in the selection process because the phone talent is actually it comes from an open call that we do yearly yeah, yeah. and then um the, in the past year we got over 1850 uh, submissions wow, wow. and then that is brought back to 20 uh, uh photographers who get to first show their work in foam magazine because that's right. actually the, the second track of what foam mm -hmm. is uh, it's an international magazine and uh, so the the magazine is being made um, uh, based on 20 portfolios and then uh, together with um, one of the curators I assisted um, bringing together the whole exhibition and wow. one of the things that I enjoyed a lot was um, helping the artists 
producing the work at least we were in in charge of the produ production but yeah for many of them it was the first time that they that they got to see their work in physical form mm. so i i got to have all these interesting conversations with them as to why it would be interesting for them to choose this or that and mm. and what what reasons and why uh, maybe um use use this type of paper or that type mm. of paper why use frames or no frames and that whole process is so interesting because you get to know the the reasons be behind them creating the project mm. so much better and sometimes um you know in the beginning you're like okay well tell me all about this and then later i'm like well i feel like you want to go for this option because this is what you're trying to say with the project mm. so you should definitely choose this over that and then having them agree <laughs> that's a that's a great moment yeah wow well it's amazing just even hearing that process because like we don't really see that you know we just see the finished product we see the the opening night event but all the hours that you put in you know prior and you and the team putting in prior to make this come to life is you know it just speaks to that you know you know it's really it really is an investment in like creatives and like making sure that you know the people that you do select like that their you know visual story is being represented correctly and i feel like that's that's a very important part that you guys take on um so yeah i mean you said you're from amsterdam right are you born and raised in amsterdam yeah yeah i was actually born in amsterdam and still live there um, <laughs> what part of the city i was born or i was raised in uh balmer south -Oost, southeast side of amsterdam and then I actually moved away from Amsterdam for a bit, mm. like when I was 15, um, like to a suburb, suburb so mm -hmm. very nearby still. Yeah. And I still did my whole like high school period in, in Amsterdam, the mm. city itself. And then when I was uh, going to university, I moved back to the city. Okay. And um, since then, I've, I've lived on the west side of Amsterdam, which I, I really like. Nice, nice. So for you, siblings, or was it just you? Or how was your family um, growing up? Well, um, I grew up together with my mother and my younger brother. Mm -hmm. uh, there are eight years between us. Mm -hmm. He's eight years younger. And How was that? Well, yeah, um, a lot of people ask me that, but because for me it's normal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, often when I say that, people say, "Oh, that's a lot," you know, a lot of time mm. in between. And at the time, yes, because yeah, he was in, I was in a totally different phase, and especially being like a teen, and he was like <laughs> this cute little boy who was just <laughs> trying to get my attention. And I was like, "Go away!" <laughs> nice, nice. What's his name? Dashano. Dashano. Yeah, nice. and your family has some really good names, by the way. Just oh, to say that. great! Your name is, is dope. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, and now that he, you know, we he's older, and we, you know, the, the relationship you have with each mm -hmm. other changes. And he's uh, he's into music. He um, produces music. He raps as well. And so there are things that we we have you know we have a lot of similarities now mm -hmm. like we there's a lot that we can talk about and still sometimes as you do with siblings it's like yeah. uh, <laughs> we get under each other's skin but of course, yeah of it's really cool that's dope so were you like active as a kid were you getting involved in anything when you were younger yeah i've always been very much into like social things and educational projects i did yeah. a lot of after school projects yeah. and um 
ja, hij was maybe a little bit of a nerd as well. Zo. En ja, especially those after school projects, also with my mom raising us alone. Mm. Um, there, she was always making sure that we had stuff to do. Mm. Uh, and there were a lot of options around, and I just, I always got to go, like really, when I was really young. And um, yeah, so at a certain, actually pretty quickly, that's how I got to know the city better. Mm. Because when you're young, you just know basically your block. Right, right, no, yeah. <laughs> And then, um, be, but through those projects, um, I just got to go to different parts of the city. I, I actually, for a while, like um, until I was 12, I think between being 10 and 12 yeah <laughs> i was uh, doing this radio show as hey. this uh, as this after school project oh so this isn't new to you no no it's not it's not completely new but it's yeah. when it's about you all of a sudden oh, right, right, that's man. that's very new <laughs> true 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 yeah yeah um <laughs> but that we would like interview um, politicians that were like uh, tied to our neighborhood nice. or just like Uh, someone that runs the the neighborhood supermarket mm. things like that mm -hmm. uh, so that was a lot of fun and from that project i just you know kept going to different things and i i would have never thought that i would have end up in 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 arts mm. but when i started my first like um real job in the arts it was um It was a teen program at the Stedelijk Museum. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. And um, called Blick Openers, Eye Openers in English. Mm. And um, I did that for two years and then stayed on a bit as um, uh, like helping out with the newer groups, mm. um, showing them the ropes yeah. and like, things <laughs> like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when what, I was what was that experience like? Like even like walking into a museum and then doing those type of projects. What was that like? It was very, very exciting, mm. and um, that was for me the real um, connection to mm. contemporary art wow. or the introduction, because they they spend a lot of time in like educating us on that. We actually had um, classes in how to talk about art, how mm. to do uh, tours like in the museum. So that was very helpful, mm. and also it was interesting being in a in a setting where you feel like it's not for you mm. but they were through that project they were very um welcoming yeah i mean now still when sometimes i go to the stalic museum and there's some of the guards that still work there i mean it's been <laughs> like 10 years ago now or something. um and they recognize me they just nice. say hey how are you and i you know because sometimes uh, a museum like the wide cube environment can feel so sterile and and mm. and, and very much far away from us as right. people right. and then it's really funny to have like a segue in mm -hmm. like that because you were connected to the works and some of the people working there yeah, it sort of dem demystifies it it like takes you behind the curtain a little bit so that you see oh this is actually like a real world with people behind it as well Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, I think for me, it was just, yeah, again, a great introduction in mm. contemporary art. 
was it a youth program basically yeah it okay. was a youth program but they did different youth programs but this was set up as an actual job they mm. would like emphasize like this is just like when you work at a supermarket or right, whatever right. this is your job you come in and for every hour you're in here you're being paid so take it seriously yeah. as if it's your job because it is right exactly because <laughs> um, exactly. normally when you do this pro- these projects it can be easy to just be like oh yeah I won't go like, passing the time yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. But in this case, um, yeah, the yeah. setup was different. So did that make you want to stay in the like museum world, or did you work in the other fields after that experience? Uh, it wasn't such a conscious decision, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I think it contributed to it. But I also think that without really knowing it, uh, it was in there already, yeah. and that's what why I came to that project. Mm. And that's because also a lot of people interviewed for the job. There were like 15 slots. Yeah. Also because there was something that I might not have like given a a place yet or I couldn't really articulate it yet. Mm. But it clicked with art. And that's why I think that I got through the interview Mm. rounds. And also like after doing that project for like two years... Uh, that that I was asked to stay on and talk about the mm. project. A lot of the times, I did a lot of um, symposia and stuff, yes. like yes. talking about the project with the uh, with the head of uh, education at the time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it was both ways. It Definitely. went like Definitely. Wow. So so after that, what was the next step for you? Like, what, where did you end up next? Well, actually, when I was working on. Um, a workshop for that project I met who was gonna be my the, my next boss <laughs> and, and I started working at um, Club Trau which was basically like a real a club like uh, um, techno and just uh, electronic music club mm-hmm. but it was situated in a in an old uh, not a publishing house it's like where the newspapers are being pressed yeah yeah okay and uh, the name of the newspaper that used to be there was trouw and that's uh, why it was the the whole thing was called club trouw yeah and they also just like the news uh, the newspaper it had like a culture segment mm-hmm. a culture part uh and i worked for that nice. so together with three other people uh, like a group of also younger people but like in a let's say the next step mm-hmm. we we thought of programs cultural programming for there and um yeah i just got mm-hmm. got a lot of freedom to get to know how to talk and interact with topics around art and culture definitely definitely so yeah even that that sort of makes me want to even ask the question how is your relationship or even have you seen the relationship between like young people to like the art world and museums do you feel like that relationship has evolved since you first started in it uh yeah i i think it has evolved i think it has evolved also because i believe that the the like the borders between uh, what is art and what not they seem to seem to disappear more and more mm. in the sense that through internet and everything you can get to know more about things and it was easier to just like if you like an artwork 
to just let's say uh, print it out and then put it on a shirt or something mm. so the interaction with what was around became differently and I think in popular culture um, let's say through musicians art became also uh, a very important part I think it, it has always been but uh, I feel like there there were more and more collaborations between music artists and like artists in other disciplines um, and and uh, the youth like the youth culture was very much um, understanding that dynamic sometimes in some cases maybe even more than like the people working at certain museums and mm. I think um, that there was an understanding for that mm. and that those groups were invited more into museums also when it came to like um, conversations around diversity and inclusivity um, you cannot just talk about that on uh, at terms of uh, on terms of like age uh, uh, or, or cultural background um, you have to talk about that in a wider spectrum mm. at least that's how I feel mm. and I feel like there are some steps being taken in that direction uh, which causes the gap between young people and the museum to slowly like close I Definitely. think yeah. I, don't, I can't remember what your question was that but was, that was it you're flowing you're flowing and um, yeah have you even seen like similarities or differences in different cities around the world like even compared to the museum community in Amsterdam versus the museum community in New York I have to say that in that respect, I don't know the New York art world that well mm -hmm. to say like, oh, this is... This is how it's happening. Yeah. yeah. But I do know that, for instance, the project that I was part of mm -hmm. was one that was modeled to a project that took place at the Whitney Museum mm -hmm. years before it came to Amsterdam. Right. And also just going to museums here and talking to museum professionals, I can tell that they put a lot of time and effort in um, uh, educational projects, especially for teens. Yeah. I mean, uh, maybe I'm saying especially for teens, but maybe it's because I was interested in hearing that. But mm. I think that's a very pivotal point. You know, mm. I think it's a very important time of your life to create um better relationships to things that you might find interesting mm. um so yeah mm. i see i see that this happens here a lot and uh, something like um moma ps1 or the warm-ups to me that was like what do they do <laughs> <laughs> have you been to one yet yeah yeah which I've one been, did you go to uh i've been to one in 2015 okay and i might have been there that's all <laughs> And I, I went again, but I can't even really remember. It's mm. just because it was great. I, I always love my visits to um, to the MoMA uh, yeah. PS1 and like, but I think for me, I remember that very first one because mm. I read a lot about about museums in New York before I came here the first time and that one was like okay wait I need <laughs> to go there I need to find out what's yeah. going on and yeah. and you know. So, yeah, and also ever since then, even if I couldn't make it out every time, just um, keeping tracks on the on the lineup and yeah, nice. um, also seeing how those names then would appear 
in other other places mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, was yeah it was very interesting yeah I even appreciated like at Moma PS1 like there was the main area that people came for like the performances mm-hmm. but then the museum itself was open to the public as well so like even in between sets I enjoy like just going into the museum section or the exhibit you know portion of Moma yeah. and just walking through you know and just like experiencing it and doing like what I told you before just like read every description and that's like a part of the experience you know and like being able to like take in you know quality you know artwork and then also to enjoy like a good show like you can't beat that in the middle of the summer yeah like, and then it's like outdoor indoor as well so you can't beat that yeah that's true but i sometimes have a um i love it but a part of me is also thinking like should it be that optional mm. you know like it's great that there's a party going on in the courtyard Mm. but as you say you could actually go there and and not go in you know it's like you could also see the art right right. i I think some people may not even know yeah (laughs) yeah and and i don't know if that's a bad thing but that's just Mm. sometimes something that goes through my mind Mm -hmm. because regardless i think it's a great um connection to have with the institute it doesn't really matter Mm. Um, maybe i wonder if it matters how you get there Mm. and how you experience the the place and if you have to experience the place and everything inside of it Mm. fully conscious and fully like aware of what Mm. is what I mean, that's a, that's a really good question, you know, and I think, um, yeah, for, for you, then in that even experience in terms of like curating these types of experiences, what goes into your thought process? Because I think like we see we see the opening nights, like we see those events, mm-hmm. but um, like even in your thought process and being intentional about, you know, making sure that you communicate a message um, through these ex- exhibitions, like what, what is, are some of your intentions? Like how do you, how do you want to bring that to life? Yeah, well, um, maybe also interesting to say. <laughs> after after working at uh, uh, Trouw, I went on mm. and worked for um, Stichting Museumnacht. That's the uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's the it's the foundation that does the annual museum night in Amsterdam. Okay, nice, nice. And uh, um, that's one evening and every first Saturday of November every year. Um, but the organization works year long Mm. and uh, it really gave me the opportunity through that position to get to know like the very uh, like the variety of museums Mm. in Amsterdam Mm -hmm. and um, for the museum night the organization asks every museum to be open between 7pm and 2am and like give them a great program like wow. give all the visitors a great program and with one ticket you can go to like all 50 of the locations yeah and i i would then sit down with a lot of those museums to talk over like okay so what exhibitions do you have on and uh, what are the topics what are you now thinking of doing and then i would see if we could add on something to that right because to to me it's very important that you know they would notice at a certain point like okay if we just put some music on at least people will stick around longer Mm. right but to me it was like you don't have to play music this is not an obligation but if you play music 
make sure it has some relation to what you're doing in your、mm. daily practice、mm. because otherwise, what are you doing?、Mm. Or for me, then. Right, right. Through that experience working for a museum night, I got to know like all that、um, different possibilities. Abilities you have to showcasing what、um, what the art is all about, and、mm. how you can connect different disciplines to that. How you can,、um, yes, you can have like、uh, you know, you can be showing、uh, Rembrandt's work, but you don't only have to talk about his masterpieces. Maybe talk、mm. about the way that he signs his his signatures,、mm. and then have like、uh, someone come in that. Does、um, how do you call that? Like that analyzes handwriting、mm. or something like that,、mm. which makes it very much more. It becomes more personal. We all have、yeah. a handwriting, and 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 who knew? And Rembrandt really didn't know that、mm. his handwriting, his signature, would become that that important.、Right. So I think it's very interesting and important to learn from different places.、Mm. Um, also, linking back to what we just said, or your question of how do you think things are here in the states or in New York? How do you think they do it here? I would actually like to find out、mm-hmm. how and really like what we in the Netherlands could learn from that, and not specifically just New York or but just any place. And yeah, yeah. I think. Projects like this,、um, doing the exhibition here in New York, are already ways to to get to know more. Definitely. And like you have all these、um, professional meetings where you can talk about things like that. Yeah, I would like to keep doing that, and also in different countries. I think it's very interesting and very important that when you talk about art.、Mm. That you also consider different cultures and different places, and sometimes it's just. Or it is inevitable to then also see and experience something else.、Mm, yeah. So, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see that, you know. And I feel like I agree with you. Like even you as well, just traveling, just even going to different cities around the world, and just going to experience the museums. Like that's an experience in and of itself for me that I enjoy. Like going、mm-hmm. to like different countries, like Brazil, and just going to like the museums in Rio, you know, and how also there's efforts being made to sort of. Uh, tell a, a more holistic history, you know, through the arts. So, like, I'm encouraged to to see more of that happen, and, and also also encouraged to see someone like yourself, who's like young, and like doing amazing work. You know, it's really important. I feel it. You know, the role that you have is also like just naturally will open other people's eyes to what's possible. You know, and sort、yeah. of that process of、um, demystifying the museum experience that you had. I feel like you know more people can be like, yeah, like. You know why not get involved in some of these programs and see what's possible, or even see how they can incorporate, you know, their story or their art or their、uh, how they see the world, their perspective, you know, and, and have have that conversation happening more.、Um, so I'm I'm really really happy to see you doing what you're doing and what you're gonna do. So, and I just want to say thank you for being on the open canvas. Thank you, thank you for having me. This was fun. Absolutely, you know. Yeah. So, so yeah. So how can people find you online? Just just so that they know. Uh, yeah, well, you, you can find me on Instagram.、Uh, my Instagram is actually Miralva, M-I-R-E-L-V-A.、Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I think that's the the, the best spot to find me. Dope, dope, cool. Well, thank you once again.、Um, this is the Open Canvas. I'm Taj Alexander, and I'm here with Miralva, and we're out. Thank you. To find out more about the Open Canvas, 
hit up our website, theopencanvas.com. Also stay tuned to our Instagram, at theopencanvas. And for any questions or inquiries, hit up my email, taj.opencanvas at gmail.com. This has been The Open Canvas, produced by Taj Alexander. Thank you.